Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. I'm Rich Straffolino, and these are the tech headlines for the week that was. The UK's Department of Digital, Culture, Media, and Sport published the Online Harms White Paper with proposals on how online networks should address spreading terrorist content, child sex abuse, revenge porn, hate crimes, harassment, and the sale of illegal goods. The paper calls for an independent regulator funded by tech companies to create a code of best practice to hold them accountable, including issuing fines and publishing public notices of violations. Social networks would be required to produce an annual report on harmful content found on the platform. Direct fines on company executives, blocking harmful websites, and forcing search engines to remove links are all options under consideration. The DCMS will accept public comment on proposals through July 1st. China's National Development and Reform Commission has proposed new rules to close all local cryptocurrency mining facilities. The NDRC introduced amendments to its guidance for adjustments to the nation's industrial structure, and cryptocurrency mining elimination was included on the grounds that it wastes energy and pollutes the environment, according to the rules enacted by China's cabinet in 2005. The new list will go under public consultation until May 7th. A bill from U.S. Senators Deb Fischer and Mark Warner would ban practices developed using behavioral psychology to get users to authorize the use of personal data. These so-called dark patterns that prompt users to click OK to transfer contacts, messages, browsing history, and more. The bill would also ban platforms with more than 100 million monthly active users from designing addictive games and sites aimed at children younger than 13. It would also require companies to get informed consent before performing behavioral experiments on users. A professional standards body would be created to work with the FTC on best practices. In other tech legislation, Senators Cory Booker and Ron Wyden introduced the Algorithmic Accountability Act in the Senate, which would authorize the FCC to create rules for evaluating automated systems. If passed, the law would apply to companies that make more than $50 million per year, hold information on at least 1 million people or devices, or act as a primary data broker that buys and sells consumer data. Companies would have to evaluate algorithms that affect consumer rights, predict behavior, and involve sensitive data with any reported discrimination or privacy problems addressed in a timely manner. The U.S. Department of Justice has charged Julian Assange with conspiracy to commit computer intrusion of a classified computer system. The indictment accuses Assange of helping Chelsea Manning in cracking a password stored on the United States Department of Defense computers connected to the Secret Internet Protocol Network, a United States government network used for classified documents and communications. Ecuador has removed its asylum protection on Assange Thursday, accusing him of intervening in the internal affairs of other states. He has been arrested on charges of breaching bail and on an extradition request from the United States. Facebook first shared its work on AI mapping back in 2016 when it created population density maps of 22 nations. This week, the company shared new progress that covers what it says is the majority of Africa, and Facebook says it will strive to cover nearly the whole world's population. Facebook verified the work with researchers from the Center for International Earth Science Information Network at Columbia University. Uber publicly registered its stock IPO Thursday and will list on the New York Stock Exchange under the ticker Uber. Very creative. A target price for shares was not listed, and Uber used a placeholder target of $1 billion for what it seeks to raise in the offering. Uber's S1 filing showed the company has 91 million monthly active users at the end of 2018, up 33.8% from 2017, but slowing from 51% growth the year earlier. Revenue increased 42% in 2018 to $11.3 billion, but slowed from 102% revenue growth in 2017. 
The bright spot was Uber Eats, which continued to grow, generating $1.5 billion in 2018, up 300% on the year. The company posted an operating loss of $3 billion in 2018 and cautioned in the filing that it may not achieve profitability. The filing also showed Uber spent $1.5 billion on R&D in 2018, with $457 million specifically on autonomous vehicles, flying cars, and other, quote, technology programs. Uber further stated it sees human drivers as part of its core business for the foreseeable future and that there will be a long period of hybrid autonomy with drivers serving most consumer demand. Instagram announced it will not list posts deemed inappropriate but not strictly against community guidelines in the explore or hashtag pages. Violent, graphic, sexually suggestive, misinformation, and spam content were all listed as borderline and could potentially be flagged in the announcement. But Instagram's current help center, doesn't provide visual examples or any further specifics. The change won't impact content on Instagram's feeds or stories. Facebook also announced updates to reduce the spread of harmful content. Facebook groups that repeatedly share misinformation will show up less in the newsfeed. A new feature called ClickGap will also compare how many links to a website appear on Facebook versus the broader web, which will be factored into newsfeed promotion. Netflix confirmed it removed AirPlay support from its iOS app over the last week due to a technical limitation. A spokesperson told The Verge that this limitation was that AirPlay 2 doesn't have sufficient digital identifiers for third-party devices, and as a result, Netflix can't certify that users are getting the best experience when casting to a device. And finally, at an investor conference, Disney revealed that the Disney Plus streaming service will launch in the U.S. on November 12, 2019, and cost either $6.99 a month or $69.99 a year. The service will allow subscribers to download content for offline viewing and support 4K and HDR video. Disney Plus will be available on smart TVs, web browsers, tablets, smartphones, streaming devices, and game consoles, with the PS4, Roku, and Sony Bravia TVs as named partners. At launch, the service will offer full Pixar, Star Wars, and The Simpsons libraries, with selections from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, National Geographic, and the Disney Channel, and of course numerous original content will be planned for the various franchises. Disney expects to lose as much as $1 billion on the service in 2020, with losses peaking through 2022, and profitability expected by 2024. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes there and links to all the headlines as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.